The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428 On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. And good morning. There we go. There he is. That's my booby. I had it unmuted. I don't know what your what your drama was. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna start early and often. I can see here. Apparently, once once again, folks. Good morning. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the Shalotta Makes Me Laugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And over there to my left, it is from, or I should say he is from, the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, boys and ghouls, and a happy pre-Halloween to everybody. I guess it's All Hallows Eve Eve here. At the big uh, broadcast <laughs> center, and uh, ooh, I can I can hear one of our bigger ghosts in the background. <laughs> it's spooky. We'll get to him momentarily. Uh, young Mister Shannon, how the hell are you today, sir? I am just fine. Uh, I'm feeling better now that they got done screwing around with my heart rate a little bit. And, that ex- uh, that explains all the technical issues we've had over the past week or so. You're you're. Uh, you know, I, we get we get the five and a half million dollar man over here with all the electronics inside of him, just just messing with everything. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, one nice thing. I I still got eight and a half years before I have to worry about uh, having to have the thing replaced. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> let let's put a clock up on that. We'll have it we'll have it running every week and. That we'll sounds count. like a hell of an idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so we've had a wonderful week here in uh, in, in, in the great big rotten apple. Uh, it's getting a little cool here. It's been in the 40s overnight. I know you Minnesota people, you consider that summer weather. 
that's that's beach time. I get it. We don't have to, but we're still acclimating here. That's a big word. Everybody write it down if you can spell it. Uh, by the way, I want to thank, and we'll talk about it a little bit more after the stock report one. I want to thank everybody that threw names at us for the uh, contributions. All the contributions have gone out now, and we'll talk about that a little bit more as we uh, as we proceed here. John, what do you say? Are you ready for your week to just just become the greatest thing ever? Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm ready. He's taking his headphones off. <laughs> it's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Ghouls and Goblins. <laughs> Uber closed the week at 27.50, down 52 cents. Lyft closed the week at 13.56. Oh my goodness, they're up 96 cents. Go figure. Tesla had a great week. 228.52, up 14.08. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. I took too damn long. Oh. <laughs> well, hey there, Bill. How you doing? The peanut butter box is here. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somebody's spending way too much time at home and where and where oh, oh, tell me about and it. where is home bill i love that i just can't get it actually i'm not deep in the heart of texas i'm about far north texas because i can spit into oklahoma from where i'm at for the for the purposes of this program yeah okay all right are we clear uh do we understand? Aye, aye, there you go. Finally, For, finally, he's coming. He's coming to terms with with the hierarchy here. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's how the Red River gets any water. Is every time he tries to spit a across into Oklahoma. Now, about true. And there's a lot of things we want to talk about. I know I want to talk about. Uh, we've got the Paul Pelosi situation. We've got elections oh, coming yes. up. Uh, Bill has a taxi question that he feels that I and I alone can answer. Uh, we're going to get to that, but I do want to talk briefly about the, uh, uh, thanks for everybody that, uh, sent in names and, uh, let, let me, we read off the list last week, but let me give you the additionals. Uh, Catherine Castro for Senate in Nevada, Liz Reyes, uh, I don't, have what seat she's running for in Minnesota. Steve Simon, also in Minnesota. I believe he's Secretary of State. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the people didn't give us uh, names that I could put. Well, it really, well, I couldn't really do it anyway. You, you had to put your own name in. It was it was silly. Um, Stacey Abrams uh, got, got put in there. Uh, and here's who wound up with, with double dipping. Charlie Crist. Running for governor of Florida. Val Demings also in Florida. Uh, my former stomping grounds. My girl, AOC, she got 100. She may get 100 just for being cute. Another 100. <laughs> you can make all the faces you want, Bill. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm smitten with her. I'm smitten with her. And I love it when people Ooh. make, when, when, when they go all to town on her for that uh, dancing video she did while she was up in uh, Boston College. With some of her fellow students, are you like, kidding come me? Come on, you were in school for crying out and loud! And she was Get hot. Over. My God, I could watch that thing, and I have watched that thing all day. Hey, but hey, 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 h
Uh, John, put it on slow motion. Uh, you don't. You don't want to know. I'm getting really good with this video stuff. It's <laughs> uh, John Fetterman got got a double dip. Beto got a double dip. And cool. uh, and look, uh, uh, once again, everybody, get out there, vote. If you know people who don't want to vote, kick them in the shins and say, get out there and vote. Uh, I actually voted yesterday. Good for you. I've uh, John, have you gotten there yet, or? I, to tell you the truth, I am going to vote on election day only because I I live in a kind of a purple district. Yeah. So it's going to do my heart great to go in there, proudly walk in there, knowing that just about everybody else around me is <laughs> going to be voting red. And I'm going to go in there and I'm just... Straight down the blue line. Straight down the line, yeah. I, I sent mine in over a week ago. Um, and, again, I went straight blue. Uh, I, I just can't. I can't anymore. Uh, it's You watch everything that's going on, blah, blah, blah. I was reminded of something earlier this morning. Uh, for all those people yelling and screaming about Antifa, Antifa. Antifa is not an organization. And Antifa means anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. So, are you not Antifa? If you're not Antifa, that means you're pro-fascism, okay? And uh, you need to get your get your head in order. But uh, the the thing with uh, Paul Pelosi out there in San Francisco, uh, I I don't look. I don't know. Look, he's had his hands in some deals over the years and all that, and it's going to be interesting when we find out. If we find out what this assailant, who he's attached to or affiliated with or who put him up to it, but say what you will, the fact that he went in the house apparently yelling, where's Nancy, where's Nancy? And where have we heard that before? Let you know how much of an idiot he is. She's well, in D.C. and you're in San Francisco. Right, but, well, he, he doesn't keep track of her schedule. But that's what they were yelling on January 6th, where's Nancy? Where's yeah, well, that unto itself should tell you everything you need to know. I don't disagree. I don't. I do not disagree with that. And uh, this is just getting. It's just getting ugly. It's getting violent. And and uh, again, stupid is the word I like. What? And I was I was thinking about this earlier, John. You're going to get a word in here, edgewise. I promise. As soon as I get this thought out of my head, uh, again, I'm not the first person to to say this. If if most of the Republicans are going to cry foul if they lose, then why are we having elections? Because clearly, clearly they don't believe in our system unless they prevail. The system's great yep. when they win. Heads I win, tails you lose. So, you know, we're going to have... The, look, I know, I know for a fact Carrie Lake out in Nevada is already... Uh, squirmed away from that question. Arizona. She won't answer. Yeah, she won't answer it. Will you, you know? Will you accept the results? Well, I don't plan to lose. Nobody plans to lose, except maybe Trump. And I still believe he. he there was nobody more surprised than he was that he won. But, Michael Cohen actually said that in his book. Did he? Yep. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. I, I, I'm really not. It's. Uh, I, I've said it before. I firmly think he ran just for the publicity, and he's probably going to start up a TV thing or something. 
So he could spend the next four years or 10 years or 20 years growing about about how the election was stolen from him. And he wound up doing it anyway. He won and he still wound up saying it was rigged. This was before 2020. So. Mm-hmm. Would have been uh, easier to have gotten rid of him. Go ahead, dog. Uh, Guys, uh, I'll, I'll tell you something here now. Uh, you know, back... Uh, Back when uh, Nancy Pelosi, back at the um, when the uh, invasion of the Capitol uh, happened, of course we had some uh, we had some view to the what was going on in the background as her as Pelosi's daughter was uh, in the process of filming a documentary, right? And there were some comment, comments made by this uh, Sebastian Gorka. I, I wanted to play some of this, and then I have a little bit of a follow-up here. He looks like the villain out of a bad superhero. Daughter is a documentarian who happened to be there at that moment. Just lucky on her timing, or, or was this a stage moment? I mean, come on, seriously. The, what is a documentary film team doing hanging around Capitol Hill on January the 6th. How incredibly convenient. And and also, that clip you're playing, you can watch the B-roll. She doesn't have her mask on. This is the height of COVID. Everybody else has got their mask on. It's like Nancy Pelosi's getting her hair cut against it again in California. The rules don't apply to her. And then that line at the end, I'm going to punch him in the face because I want to go to jail and I'm happy to go to jail. You're not the only one who would be happy to see you go to jail because that, that is the attitude of the Democrat Party, Eric. They have normalized violence in America. You know, odd. All right. Speaking, oh. of, speaking of normalized violence. Wow. Am I allowed to rip that whistle out of the mouth? I'd rip that. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. If you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, would you? Seriously. Okay? Just knock the hell. I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. No, you won't. You don't pay for anything. (laughs) So, you want to talk about normalizing uh, violence? I I think that argument is already... uh... That's pretty much moot. Yeah, but they don't care. Now, as far as uh, the... the, uh, Pelosi's daughter being there on January 6th. Well, there'd been a lot of, why shouldn't she be there? A, it's on the calendar every four years. That's the day that we officially count the votes, although it's, it's, all, it's all show. It, it, it doesn't, it just makes things official. Everything's already done and counted, and, and this is just, uh, but why, why shouldn't she have been there, especially that day, especially when, uh, since the night of the election, Trump was claiming it, it it wasn't it was all fake. It was all fake. It was perfectly logical for her. Perfectly logical to be there yep. to sit to see what kind of stunt they're going to pull. And of course, nobody expected that stunt. But I don't even think it was for the sake of the stunt. I just think it was just for you know just to mark a, mark history, if nothing else. She was doing a right. documentary. Right. Well, but I mean, the, you you had to be somewhat aware that something might happen i mean there have been yeah and plus trump just earlier that morning with his big speech you know oh let's all go to the Capitol. uh let's all go to the movies let's all go to the no is it the movies or let's go uh whatever snack bar the snack bar yeah that's dancing hot dogs and 
<laughs> oh, you kids don't know what you're missing. No. <laughs> Showtime begins in four minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please leave by the exit and don't forget the speakers. Oh, by the and by the way, it's uh, let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Thank you, John. Well, okay. No, no, no. He's absolutely correct. I, uh, and I'm the youngest one of the three here. It doesn't, and not by a small margin either. <clears throat> well, if you went to the drive-in theater, it was let's all go to the snack bar. I okay. Never, I've never been to a drive-in movie. Oh, what you've missed. Oh, Your cooler oh. beer in the back seat. Oh. Go see the dumbest movies on the face of Earth. Godzilla versus the tarantula from outer space. We did not have drive-in movie theaters in Midtown Manhattan. We had well, I, gee, I wonder why. I'm just saying. It just wasn't there for us. <clears throat> it, w- it wasn't a question of I wouldn't want to. It just wasn't there. I didn't have a car. We didn't have a drive-in movie theater. Missing some of the important ingredients. But what is it we like we to say, Joe? Moving on. Ton. We had a ton of drive-ins here in Minnesota back in the uh, 70s. Yep. Uh, lots of them. Yeah, but you're old, John. You're older than you think. So. Yeah, well, that, this is very true, but still. <laughs> You know, going back here to uh, uh, Paul Pelosi and that attack, by the way, is uh, from what I've seen this morning on the news that he is improving. So, uh, that's good to hear. Considering he got he suffered a skull fracture from uh, the hammer that he he was hit with. Hammer don't now, as I understand, as I understand this, he's the one. the The alarm went off. The alarm went off in the house. He was the one that actually brought the hammer into the... Yeah. 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 Hammer time. Hammer time. Don't hurt him, him, Hammer. Well, as time goes on here, probably in the next few days, we'll have a much clearer picture of what transpired there. And uh, and, and as more than one person has said now, had Speaker Pelosi been home, this guy would have busted into the fully armed security detail that the Speaker of the House... Is it would have been to. his ass. Oh, it would have been his ass and, and select other parts, too. Uh, his anatomy would have been... <laughs> He'd have been Swiss cheese. i tell you what. What else you got you know, there, John? Well, you know, we also... I, I want to... Uh, with this, what happened to uh, Paul Pelosi, we have to look at... Uh, just the the violent the violence that's happened now obviously this is kind of ratcheted up i mean we're talking about some instances you know that are notable uh we talk about steve scalise that was shot uh in june of 2017 right uh then of course gabby giffords back in january of 2011 right i mean so i mean but this kind of stuff is starting to happen a little bit more frequently. I mean, from what I understand, it there's a couple of uh, guys that are uh, doing time for sending threats to Nancy Pelosi. Uh, uh, Pelosi has been kind of the uh, lightning rod, if you will, for the uh, uh, for the GQP. Yeah, I want to go back for a second to uh, Sebastian Gorpo, the bad. Uh... Hello. Uh, the bad, the bad uh, supervillain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked like the guy from uh, 
the one with uh, Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> yes, Captain Captain Parmenter. Uh, no, that, the the villain guy from the the old movie one. Oh, or the okay. new movie one. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, now I lost my yeah. train of thought. Um, yeah. back. Uh, hey, did you see that? I don't know what you're talking about. Dog, did you see that? I saw it. Yeah, you did. Okay. Oh, he was um, telling you're number one. Yes, she was. Okay. Uh, so security. He's with you, right? Because he's not with um, me. He didn't get. I. I, I think it's somebody that. Oh, she's got a hammer. <laughs> This is very funny to the people that can see this. To the to the I, you know, the people that can't are wondering what in the yeah. hell is going and on. And I'm not about to explain it every week. Yeah. Like a dumbass that runs out on the field in the game. So now so now Gorpa, Gorka, whatever his name is, is talking about how Nancy Pelosi, you know, said, Oh, she wants to punch him in the throat and she'd be happy to go to jail. I, I there's probably a half Hundred million people in this country that would be glad to. I'll line up. I'll wait online to punch him in the throat and then do thirty days in a who's cow. I sell tickets to that event. You, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, because 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 uh, Trump and, and and the GQP have never instigated violence or, or uh, no. We saw that right in that uh, that video clip right. there where mm-hmm. he was all in favor of it. Yeah. You know, it's so, I mean, and I have to be careful with this, even, you know, being borderline 60. It's easy when you're in your 30s and 40s and walk around like a tough guy, like you're going to kick somebody's ass. Trump's in his freaking 70s. He won't keep talking like he's a little tough guy. You know, he uh, it's probably not the smartest thing to be doing because somebody... Somebody you never know might just take him up on it. Since take the day, him up on his offer. Since the day we began this show, oh, so many years ago. And uh, we started, remember, kids, we started this show just a week or two after Trump was inaugurated. Uh, so we, we went a long time with this show only in the Trump year. But as There's I, something else to blame him for now. Yeah, exactly, this show. <laughs> but as I, as I said then, I'll say it now. Had his daddy and his granddaddy not stolen money from people and laid it to him, he'd be the guy uh, sitting on the, at the end of a bar in Queens somewhere, getting knocked off his on his ass on a weekly basis for running his mouth. Absolutely, it, he would have, you know, because he is the guy that knows everything. He's he's Cliff Clavin without the charm. Oh, there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thing, if you really you really want to get a bit of an insight into it, read Mary Trump's book. Mm. I think I've said that to you before. Mm-hmm. The the first one that she wrote, she she pretty much nailed it right on the head. Well, and and again, Bill, I'll, I'll uh, for those of us here in this part of the United States, here in the New York City area, we all knew this. Oh yeah, uh, we we you know he, Trump was. For the little bit you did pay attention to him, it was always, he was a buffoon. He was a buffoon. 
you know, yep. the, the Trump organization, he'd have you believe that it's some big worldwide. It's nothing. It's like a dozen people in some crappy offices. <clears throat> there's a, excuse me, there's a very heartbreaking story about when he built Trump Tower. The building that had to come down, very famous building, they had some very famous uh, artwork up there as part of the building and the concrete and all that, you know, relief. He promised, he swore to the museums and all that, we'll take it down. Yeah, right. There's there's pictures of them sledgehammering the, the things. Mm. And I, I, I kind of remember that building. I, uh, I mean, Trump Tower hasn't been there that long. It's been there since the 80s, I want to say. And, uh, God, what a nightmare it was getting around there when he was president. Oh, my God. I, to this day, I still feel sorry for the people who had businesses on that block, on the actual block, because <laughs> you still have the police uh, concrete barricades all around there. Well, I still want to know, if you want to understand what type of a businessman and how how uh, how smart he was uh, business-wise, you don't have to go any further than his casinos. Oh, no. No, kidding. How can you bankrupt a casino? Well, ex-Donald Trump, he'll tell you how. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's it's crazy. I mean, that that is that's one of the biggest mysteries to me. I, I mean, I've seen casinos change hands. You know, in Vegas, hell, all the time. You know, they'll they'll change ownerships and what have you. But that's just because people are taking the money and running. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and look, I've seen casino, which should tell you all. You know, there's your education. Oh, you need to right know there. about it. All you need to know. I'll bury you in the desert. I'll never find you. But anyway, uh-huh. that's that's neither there. What, what a clever pairing of De Niro and Pesci in a gangster movie. Who'd have thought to do that? Oh wait a minute, Martin Scorsese about a hundred hundred times. Go figure. More, more for another day. Uh, I, I know John has a bunch of audio slash video here. Uh, but, well, I'll uh, tell you one that comes uh, comes uh, right out the uh, the top here is uh, this was kind of a surprise. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Bill obviously knows uh, old Jesse uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, our former our our former governor here in Minnesota. Wrestling. And there are people that, you know, that he was the original celebrity that became, you know, a government official. No, no he was not. Uh, Ronald Reagan did it what? before him. I think well, Arnold was before him, wasn't he? No, no. Arnold, Arnold, well, Arnold was before Jesse, but Arnold was yeah. not before uh, uh, Ronald but, Reagan. By the way, speaking of. Well, Arnold, yeah, I guess Reagan actually. Yeah, no, no. I guess Reagan. Death Valley Days and. I married a chimp, or you know, bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> Bonzo goes to college. Bonzo goes to college, <laughs> which was more than Trump did, and you know, he went to Trump University he went too. To Trump U. Hey, Trump U. Hey, Trump U. Trump hey. U. Trump U. <laughs> so, love to wear that shirt. This was actually kind of surprising. Um, I thought, of course, you know, uh, Jesse has been a little. Uh, He's been flying under the radar over the last uh, few years, but he's finally coming back out into the public eye. And he had oh, a really? 
say about the uh, Minnesota governor's race that I'll play uh, here for you. Hello, Minnesotans. Former Governor Jesse Ventura here. As an independent statesman, I don't believe in the major political parties. Since leaving office, I've rarely endorsed a candidate for office in Minnesota of any political persuasion. But this election is too important. That's why I'm endorsing Governor Tim Waltz for re-election. Tim has shown through the last few years how important strong leadership is for our state. When COVID-19 hit, Tim was there to keep our state safe. That's the governor's most important job. Tim has proved he does what's right for Minnesota, not what is politically easy. Minnesota faces a choice this election, and we're at a crossroads. That's why I'm taking the unprecedented step to endorse Tim. Our democracy is under attack. Almost two years ago, the former president and his cronies spread the big lie, sent sedationists to invade the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, to stop the certification of ballots in the election of President Joe Biden. I took an oath 50 years ago as a Navy SEAL to defend this country. I can't stand with anyone or any party who cannot condemn the January 6th insurrection. And now, women's rights are under attack across this country. Here in Minnesota, Tim is committed to standing up for the rights of women to access abortion and reproductive health care. Minnesota has long, proud history of having the highest voter participation in the country. We've got to keep that streak alive. So get out to the polls and cast your vote. And this November, I'll be casting my independent ballot for Governor Tim Waltz. Go get him, Jet. Holy. I got to say, I got a little chilled. Then again, it's 50 degrees here. But... While at first, and by the way, for those of you not watching the video, uh, he, he's definitely not Jesse the Body Ventura anymore. He's no, well, ages, he is age, in his seventies, I think, isn't he? Ages caught up to him, tackled him, horse collar tackled him, and beat the living daylights out of him. That being said, the deeper he got into that, especially at the end, I literally had goosebumps, and now I want to vote for him for something, anything. He's he's got my vote now. I understand why you goons elected him governor. Hell, I voted for him. Yeah, no, I I, I, I see it now. I I uh, in Vegas when he uh, yeah. at, at that time, but um, no, I mean, look, Jesse's uh, Jesse has not lived uh, his life without a certain degree of controversy. We all know. We all know. <laughs> Uh, this whole thing with him going down to Mexico for a while and uh, kind of getting a li- get living off the grid. Um, and unfortunately, he was also a uh, a 9-11, uh, one of those 9-11 truthers as well, as memory serves. But I'm not going to hold it against him. Uh, he obvious Jesse is, has obviously seen something here that some of these wackadoodles in Minnesota who uh, nominated uh, of all people Scott Jensen I mean this guy this guy was uh, started out he's he's chilled on some of these opinions because he realized if he had once any chance but when he first hit the when he first hit the scene he was an election denier 
he was um, he was uh, definitely one of these uh, uh, that were you know no abortion for you know I will you know ban abortions and and what have you. Uh, he is he is more extreme than I think people wanted to want to give him credit for. But like I said, he's had to dial some of that back. Otherwise, but that's what the Republicans here in Minnesota forward. And that's kind of scary here because we've always we've always had a, a history here in Minnesota of electing somewhat normal uh, Republicans here. Tim Pawlenty uh, comes to mind here as governor. Um, he, you know, he was a Republican, but he. He was a common sense Republican, if 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 you can say that, you know. Well, years ago, you could say that. Uh, just being a Republican in and of itself was not necessarily, you know, wasn't a bad thing. Wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, again, it's just getting to the same place, but with two different ideas on how to get there. Right. Uh, that's that's what most you know Democrats and Republicans traditionally are. We all want to get there. You want to take the highway. I want to take the scenic route, vice versa. Uh, I, I'm going to jump in here a bit, John. You want to talk about off-the-wall wackadoodles. And uh, I got Tina Forte in my district. Local. Oh, God. You know who what that is. On that. I have no idea. She just runs around yelling and screaming how much she hates AOC. That's her whole campaign. She hates AOC. How do you make a campaign out of that you kind go, of stuff? You, I mean, you, you go say to, something for crying out loud. You go to her website. All it is is about how much she hates AOC. <sighs> it is, this is, I mean, if this woman were somehow able to be elected, you know, her whole thing is, well, send AOC back to bartending. Some of the nicest people I know are bartenders. Some of the smartest people I know are bartenders. You know, if there's a yep. bar that votes for this uh, skank, um, oh. they should be ashamed of themselves. No, no, no. <laughs> Most bartenders are very independent thinkers, and, you know, one way or the other, they're going to go their way. So, you know, look, people are going to vote the way they're going to vote. I just don't understand how, how the Republicans couldn't find anybody else in that district. It's or, or Trump. It, yeah, you had to toe the party line. This is, that that's Trump's, it's all Trump's influence. It's you know if you were, hey, look, you don't have to look any further than Liz Cheney. Hmm. Yeah, it, she you know, did toe the party line though for a long time. Yeah, when she was, yeah, she she did. So you got to kind of remember. I mean, I like her now too, but still, she did vote, you know, with I, Trump a lot. I like that she stands up. Exactly, and I mean, all that. Know, but let's not forget. She's just this. She's just like one one cereal box shy of having that whole cuckoo for cocoa puffs itinerary as well. Held during the January sixth hearings, in the midst of all that, she was out on some panels yakking about wackadoodle stuff. You know, yes, she's she's taking a stand. Aces to her, but yeah, let's not forget who she is. You know, no, absolutely, absolutely not. Uh, but she just said that that's where, where we are though. She, again, definitely a Republican, definitely nobody I want in a national public office. But having said that, 
there was actually somebody that's more of a wackadoodle than Liz Cheney that's going to be representing Wyoming, or going to be obviously going to be representing Wyoming. Right. There's no, I think there's a Democrat that's going to challenge that person. But uh, the, I don't but, even know what the name is. But don't for a second believe that Liz Cheney hasn't made a calculated move here. Okay. Oh, no doubt. She's giving up the battle to win the She's war. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a strategic withdrawal. She's looking to get Democrats on her side. Because right now... And what I believe she has done so. She has. Her big thing right now is she's got right out in front of her, big and shiny, is I'm on the January 6th committee and I'm after Trump. But it's it's like shining a flashlight in somebody's face. You can't see what's behind her. All you can mm-hmm. see is the light. You just don't see all the other crap. So I I mean again I'm taking what I can get from her right now. I'll absolutely. leave. Oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll leave twenty bucks on the dresser when we're done. But <laughs> but you know uh, before we get too far afield. Uh, and uh, and John, we haven't done this in a good long time. Emergency battle. Bill Fancher has a question for me. Go ahead, Bill. Well, this is going to be a left turn, Clyde. It's a bat turn. It's an emergency bat turn. A bat turn. Okay. So, you throw the uh, lever. Of course, be, be, because of my situation. Situation. I've been watching a situation. <laughs> been watching a boatload of TV, obviously, uh-huh. to say the least. And uh show that comes up, and I've always liked it when it was on. I'll let him finish drinking so we don't do a spit take. Uh, was a cash cab. Cash cab, yeah. yeah. Now, I'd like to know how real that is in New York. I mean, is this guy actually... Have a cab that is licensed through New York. All right. I mean, when, or is this just you know caca pee it, it is a, a format that began over uh, in the Netherlands or somewhere over there, Scandinavia. Coincidentally, I had one of the executive producers in my cab uh, years huh. ago, just before the American version took off, and he was telling me about it. Now, when the when the first version of it premiered here in the U.S. It's an actual licensed taxi cab. The driver has an actual New York City hack license. He's absolutely licensed. Now, some of the people were random. Of course, you have a production vehicle following, and they would have to sign waivers and all that. Right. Sometimes you'd have uh, producers or whatnot, you know, they would try to line people up. But it was all more or less legit. I mean, there was... Excuse me. There was no, you know, the people had to answer the questions. Now, there was always a regular tax, another taxi following them. So that when you got put out, you know, because that was part of the gig. You got like three, three right. wrong cab stops. Out you go. But there was always somebody that they don't talk about that. But there was always another cab behind them to pick them up and, and continue take them to their destination for free. You know, they, oh, okay, that's cool. So, it, at the very least, you got a free cab ride. They didn't talk about all that stuff. I read about, I read about the background, but at the very least, you were getting a free cab ride. <laughs> at the very, at the in very New least. York, that's something unto itself. It's it's not the worst <laughs> thing in the world, you know. But then again, you know, you got to take a little time to sign the paperwork and all that. And uh, now, 
yes, so yes, for what it was, it was very much real. Very much real. Uh, okay. I don't think anybody got answers or anything like that. I watched it when it first came on. I thought it was some Ben, uh, I can't think of it. Uh, ben Bailey. Ben Bailey. Very funny. Very funny man. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed him immensely. Um, yes, absolutely. All legit. Uh, as legit as these things are real taxi he was a real of course he's a comedian but right but he went and he got an actual new york city hack license okay well i mean that was my main question just yep. want to know if that uh, if that was the case or if they were just driving around no 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 people would flag <laughs> them down and again sometimes they would eyeball people and you know tell them hey pull over to here and you know and he had to abide by uh you know all the regular rules of uh of of driving a taxi here in new york city he was uh, for all intent and purposes a legit he was a legit taxi driver so well, cool all right so who all remembers uh uh, while we're kind of on that subject, who all remembers the HBO show Taxi Cab Confessions? Oh, oh yeah. People used to say that they would bring that up all the time. We would, because I work nights, and that's where you get the the fun people. <laughs> so they would say, "Oh, this is like Taxi Cab Confessions, blah blah blah." Or you ought to be on Taxi Cab Confessions. And here, here's always was my take on Taxi Cab Confessions. If you watch the show, you will see, John, as you well know, in a taxi, you'll be having a conversation with people, and as often as not, it will just kind of die a natural death. The, you know, it gets quiet. You, you finish the ride. Well, if, if you watch Taxi Cab Confessions, they get out those paddles. <laughs> <laughs> clear! Clear. And I, my take on that is, well, if I had a production van following me, and I had a, ca- a cab with eight cameras and 27 microphones. And I didn't have to worry about my tip or getting paid. Oh, my God. The things I would have dug into. The situations I would. Oh, no, no, no. We're not done with that. But, of course, you know, under, under normal circumstances, you can't. Okay. Well, it's as much as I'd like to know more. You know. So, as real as it was, they were actual real fares. Uh. But again, they weren't paying for the ride or, or, or anything like that. And again, the driver didn't have to worry because he had a production van following him full of people and security and everything is taped and, and, and all yeah, that. I always wondered, here you give somebody $2,000 in the middle of New York City and put them out and walk out in the street. Oh, <laughs> oh you're talking, you know, you're back to cash cab again. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it still was kind of the same thing. You had the production crew and everybody. Make sure these people were mugged on the spot. Yeah, well, they did. They did one season of Taxi Cab Confessions in Vegas. Right, right. And that was I was out there when they were when they were filming. <laughs> and the one thing that I took from that was is they seemed to be having the same conversation while. At one second, they're rolling by Circus Circus. The next thing you know, within the same conversation, they are all the way down to uh, uh, down to where the Flamingo and uh, and uh, down that way, you know, about a mile away later. And they never there never was a break in the conversation. Well, John, as you well know, OK, first off, you know that because you're there and you're familiar with the area. Also. 
Sometimes conversations die and come back to life, and or people, re- well, good Lord, how many times people repeated themselves with me, and we had the same parts of the con- and, or And to be fair, some things may be reenacted. I think <clears throat> I, I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, it's all." You know, sometimes yeah. you, you, you. Oh, I just realized my drill is in this shot. Hmm. I saw. I'm just going to ask you. I just about realized that. that I was working on my chair last night. Because I kept going. Zip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so the other people using hammers, Ed's using a drill. Okay. <laughs> Screw everybody. Okay. That's right. There you go, Bill. You caught on. <laughs> I think we're going to leave all those references uh, alone. Thank you. Aw. Aw. <laughs> so, boys, what, what, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I had something. I guess that wasn't a bad topic I brought up. Okay, no, cool. It wasn't. No, there's. No, was a, we were able. We were able to kill ten minutes with it. What the hell? No, there you that's go. that's okay. a, that's a very legit question. Uh, that's, you know, huh? that that's a that's a behind the scenes thing of an industry that that I was a part of for many many years. And uh, as a night driver, when you do your real work, not like those daytime guys. <laughs> all the good stuff happens at night. And, oh, uh, of course. It always the, does. The daytime, you're taking people to the grocery store and supermarkets and the airport. At night, <laughs> I on more than one occasion, I have actually had this happen. Follow that car. <laughs> and do what? Yeah, it's like the dog chasing the car. What are you going to do when you get it? Follow that car. Great. 20 bucks up front, please. Mm-hmm. The, much. I I would say one of the one of the most heartbreaking things would be the crying girl <laughs> gets in the cab. They just had a fight with the, with the boyfriend at the nightclub. This is why I always kept uh, you know all the old McDonald's napkins and all that. Ketman, <laughs> here you go, honey. Here, you, you, suddenly you become their best friend. You give him a couple of tissues, and oh, he's he. And now, now the boyfriend is chasing you in his car. <laughs> it's Guido the Killer Pimp. Uh, there was one fellow. He got up to us at a red light, and he banged on the back window one time. I said, "Look, pal, if she don't want to get out, she's not getting out." You damage my cab. You're gonna have bigger problems. She's gonna. You two will work this out tomorrow. Get the away from my car. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, your light changes the way I go. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was that was constant. That would happen. Oh, yeah. You know, once or twice a month, and ooh, especially at the bigger. <laughs> there was this big nightclub I used to work, I used to hang out at. Had had a capacity of like five thousand people. So you were bound to get somebody in a fight falling in love you name it you know there was there was nothing but a wealth of stories coming coming out of that one and uh probably the saddest customers you pick up at the strip club and it's near closing now that wouldn't necessarily surprise me wait 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 (laughs) so you got one or two guys usually one guy where to, my friend? Uh, the, the closest Denny's. Okay. All right, so you start driving. Uh, by the way, are you hungry? Well, no, no, but I said you can stop right there. She ain't coming. She's not going to meet you there. 
Nope. But I tipped her good. I said, how much did you tip her? $100? No, sir. Unless well, you, you're an idiot. Unless you want the moon over my hammy. <laughs> do yourself a favor and go home right now. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Fine. No problem. Drop them off okay, at Denny's. Okay, we'll go. 45 minutes later, hour later, get a call at the Denny's. How you doing? Oh, I'm going home. Yeah, how about that? Hey, what are the odds of that? In all my well, years, in all my years, I only heard of one time that somebody took a dancer home from the club. I got this from the valet. I picked him up the next day. He was going to work the next day. The guy dropped about three or four grand at the club Jeez. on one girl. And even the valet said, he says, I've been working at that, that, that club for five years. I've never seen that happen before. I said, I'm in it however many years. I've never heard of it happening. So, Well, I, I tell you, but so again, driving, driven in Vegas for as um, many years as I did, uh, you'd always get them, you'd always get them the coming out of those strip clubs. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> look, got your number. Well, this is the phone number of the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, or the one that I really got a kick out of was when the uh, guy, he got, oh, my God, he, he was just happier than hell. He went up into the VIP area, and apparently he got to he got to, he got got to to touch paradise, if you will. My, 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 and, my, my. And uh, I'm thinking to my, okay, so I had to ask, well, how much did you have to pay for that? $1,000. How much? You dropped out. All I'm getting is 1000 one. Oh, one thousand. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I, I do not care. <laughs> I don't give a sh- damn if that thing is gold lined. I'm not exactly. <laughs> well, John, ain't no coochie worth a thousand dollars. Well, John, being in Vegas, you were, you know, I, I mean, that's a twenty-four hour city, so yeah, you're gonna find them day, night, and. Uh, Look at this. What, oh, what, time in between. what are we doing here? What, what has this turned into? The taxi stand hour? Actually, the taxi stand hour. Look out. <laughs> Every once in a while, we do taxi stuff. It, so. does, it does happen occasionally. Not, not, oh, often, yeah. not often enough for some people's taste, but, uh, and too often for others. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm very impressed. The, the, uh, Eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the number if you like to if you would like to join into this uh, conversation. We'd love to have you, um, John. Look, I, I wanted I, before you do that, whatever it is, I have something I need to bring up. Now, last week we finally got Bill Fancher onto the Twitter, <laughs> and now. Now, thanks, Bill. Now you attracted pests. Now Elon Musk is there again. I see. That'll teach you. <laughs> Told you no. Forty-four billion. <laughs> I don't understand. I I just don't understand that amount of money. Where is he going to get that money back from? Yeah, sell it to some other knucklehead. Uh, probably. Well, for, I hate to say, uh, I hate to say it for his sake, but apparently uh, he's losing some major, major sponsors already. I think uh, oh, G, no. if I'm 
mistaken is uh, backing out. Yeah. Now here's something I, I, I want to say about yeah, Musk. Yeah, G- GM's going with Kanye West instead. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, literally. Who, uh, who's had a bad? Who's had a bad week? <laughs> Look, uh, Elon Musk has has must have flown under my radar for whatever reason. Um, uh, to me, he's just some rich guy that has more money than brains. And That's not entirely true. <laughs> Sometimes it tends to be the truth, though. Oh, no, but no, 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 you're not wrong, but it's certainly not a, 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 a an everyday occurrence. But yeah, go ahead, John. I, I apologize. Not really. Um, I'm not, I mean, you know, as much as I, I, out of the three of us, obviously, I think I spend probably the most time on Twitter. And fair bet. I'll go with that. Uh, you, I've noticed a lot of people. A lot of people that um, that I follow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Are up and, yeah, I've, I've shit. I've mouth got, language. Hit him. I think it's the last you are count. Fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. <laughs> Let's face it. Grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean a lot because there are people out there that have over a million followers. But you know, I, I've got like I think seventy six hundred or something like that. And, Bill, uh, you need to check your account because you got a lot of people see, following. Okay, you. Okay, anybody that would follow me has got to be as dumb as me or dumber, and I don't know. I want to deal with that. I follow you. See, my mama said the same thing. If you ever have kids, they're going to grow up and act just like you. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, what's nice about Twitter is, is that you, you know, if you, you want people out there to have more at the same attitude that I do, do you really want that? You haven't seen much of uh, <laughs> Twitter here, here yeah. in front of you, yo-yos. Here, I'm a nice guy. Uh, oh. oh. But and on Facebook, I'm a nice guy. I wouldn't know. Twitter, Twitter, not so much. See, John is our bridge because well, uh, because Bill a bridge ba- too far. A bridge too far to be sure. Bill does basically only Facebook. I only do the Twitter. John bridges the gap and is on both. By the way, Bill, don't forget we're broadcasting live on the Twitter right now. I, I'm sorry. You can you can wave to the tweeter people. Yeah, hello out there. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure what that was, but just tapping on the window. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> My God, five, five more minutes. Five more minutes, Lord, get me through. There are a lot of people who are very threatened. By Elon Musk being on Twitter, you know. Of course, the big thing: are they going to let, are they going to let Trump back on? Are they going to let Trump <sighs> back on? Let Trump back on. I, you know, I have been having to go over to that cesspool called Truth Social if I want to take. Well, just because oh, I take shots at him. Oh, okay. And and, and to their credit. I mean, I have been unmerciful. You know, I basically told him to go f- himself, uh, and no complaints, no blocks, no rem, and no, uh, no nothing. I got my finger ready. 
and bring them back over here. This is an opportunity for people that I think, uh, at least in in my opinion, there are more of us on that platform than there are of them. Unload on them. You know what I'm getting a lot on my Twitter feed now? I'm getting a lot of this GQP nonsense. People are retweeting stuff and, and they follow these people and it's coming out, landing on my I, uh, well, God, I'm well you know what it is. It's the people with the Twitter muscles. Well, Leave here, Twitter here's muscle how that's working. It, it depends a lot on your settings. Um, now, I have my settings now. I've set it back to this where I'm seeing the tweets as they come in as a po- um, regardless of who they're from. Of my of the people I follow, John has his settings at I want to pick a fight. <laughs> you like the dog that I am? I'm. It is what it is. So can I can I put my setting as go f yourself? Uh, you can pretty much do whatever you want. I ask, mean, you know. ask Elon. <laughs> I'll tell you. But uh, the what what you're seeing, I'm guessing that you're following. That you're seeing tweets from people you follow, but for whatever reason, you're talking about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I damn sure ain't me. I know where they're coming from. I'm just saying my feed has been overloaded with this stuff lately. And but uh, here's here's how you're seeing them, Ed. I know you're how seeing I'm seeing them. them. Huh? <laughs> I know exactly how I'm seeing them. I know why I'm how seeing them. I'm gonna have to break this up. John, you don't have to explain the Twitter settings to me. Tell me, how are you seeing them? I'm seeing them because I have things set where with I'll just eye. see what, with my eyes. That's right. I did it the way Bill Fancher showed me how to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a wine, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. He's got a bigger dog than I do. There's a subtle shot at, for that. There's a subtle shot at you know who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, John. You got a minute to fill. Make it count. Yeah, go for it. Make my day. By the way, kids, go ahead. People that we follow, uh-huh. uh huh, especially like Chip Franklin, uh, um, Ron Flapowski, <laughs> the dude. Really? They follow. I get it? Counts. I know. Yet you felt the and, need to explain it anyway. Well, I'm telling you, listen, you know what? Put it this way. I'm not, maybe I'm not explaining it to you. No, I don't need you to explain it to me. I don't need you to explain it to anybody. We got 30 seconds here. Before we I go. I just look at it like this. Nobody was I talking to you. I follow myself. Why would anybody else follow There me? you go. There Thank you go. Thank you. By the Get way. Get the hell off the bus. And this is especially to you two knuckleheads. Don't leave right away. I think you're going to enjoy what's coming up at the start of hour number two. So there, that's all I got. Look at Bill doing a countdown and everything. He nailed it. All right. Well, that 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 gong means that uh, it's time for Chinese dinner. No, it's uh, <laughs> we're gonna Bunch put a wrap. Car, eh? 
Yeah, exactly. We're uh, going to put a wrap on hour number one here. We'll be back shortly with Just Killing Time. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. There he is! There he is! It's a great pumpkin! On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. while I whip this out. Hi. If I could change the world, I'd make it Halloween. Every single day. And also have world peace. Maybe world peace should be first. It's world peace and then Halloween. Wait, let me start over. <laughs> if I could change the world, I'd make us have world peace. And also Day. On Halloween, you can pretend.
can be a sexy doctor and cure some sexy cancer. That's not right, is it? No. I can sexy cure some cancer. No. I can cure sex cancer. Sex cancer doesn't exist. I did it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Just Killing Time here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there in the Radio TFI executive tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness and down there, down there in the uh, Wally Cox uh, uh, studio, it is the one and only. How, wait a minute, how can we have two one and onlys? Investigate that, huh? <laughs> Anyways, my good friend, Mr. Bill Fancher. Well, good Hello morning to all of you. Well, good morning, kids and kittens. I got skipped over there. I can't say I'm entirely happy about that, but, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. How did you get, how'd you get skipped over? Because I didn't get to say good morning, kids and kittens. I trust you've oh, had damn. a, I trust you had a fine and fantastic week. Happy Halloweeny. You just skipped right over me. I went to, uh, that guy. That hurt. My God! Now we're all gonna want equal time. Is that is that the is? is that? I don't want equal time. I want my time. He wants his time. Can I, I built take back what I said. I built this time. I built all that you see, all that I survey. I yield to the man from New York. <laughs> it's the gentleman from New York. <laughs> I don't know about that. Fine. We'll do it your way, Mr. Uh, the hell your name is, Shannon. Fine. Uh oh. What's going on? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? Who are we doing? Who are we doing? Why? How are we doing? Let's get to the birthdays. Let's get to the birthdays. Let's get to the birthdays. Rock and roll. All right, let's uh, let's get to the birthday.
birthdays here for uh, this upcoming week. We got a few here. Uh, hey, today, just because, hey, I felt sorry for her and for being in the bloodline that she is, but uh, Ivanka Trump turns 41 today. Bueno. Tomorrow, Villa, Vanilla Ice turns 55 years old. He came up in the mean streets of uh, Beverly Hills or something like that. He, 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 <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, on Tuesday, Gary Player turns 87. You, you remember Gary Player? Damn, really? He was a golfer. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Fernando Valenzuela turns 62 years old. Really? They loved yes. him out in Los Angeles. All right. Uh, skipping to Thursday where Larry Holmes turns 73 years old. Get, get out of Dodge. If there's not one of you, unfortunately, he's probably punch drunk as it uh <laughs> He, I remember watching him. Boy, oh boy! I'm not done. No, he was great. He was great. But boy, oh boy! He never met a punch he wasn't willing to take. This is true. Uh, I'm moving on to Friday, where Matthew McConaughey and all right, all right, all right, 53 years old. I hate you because I didn't know that was coming. (laughs) I hate you because I didn't know that was coming. Uh, damn it. Now I'm really messed up here. I did not know that was coming. boy, dog. Mm, well, hey, that hurts. Hey. That hurts. And we, got a couple, we got a couple for Saturday here. Bill, uh, Bill Walton turns 70 years old. He did. Yeah. And Brian Adams turns 63 years old. Wait a minute, I'm older than him, too? This is just... I actually thought Brian Adams was older than that, but okay. I wouldn't have known one way or another, so... That's all. That's it. That's all, folks. That's it? That's all. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I can't find my McConaughey. Uh, all right, all right, all right. We've got that. We've got. I know. That. It a few times, and uh, this is just killing me. I know it's here. I know hey, it's here. Pobrecito. Pobrecito. That was one of the first words I ever learned in uh, in Escuela Segundo. Que oh. lastima. Que lastima. Pobrecito. Iman, Iman, donde está Iman? <laughs> This is this is freaking killing me. Just uh, there we go. All right, all right, all right. I feel much better now. And, and you know, I that, know it made my day. <laughs> and I've I've said this before. To me, that sounds like uh, from Family Guy. That sounds like Herbert's uh, <laughs> name again. Uh, Brian the dog. No, no, not Brian the dog. The other pervert. Uh, Oh, I can't think of his damn name now. You mean, do you mean uh, uh, Quagmire? Quagmire, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. It does. It sounds just like Quagmire. I don't know. 
Moving along now. Kickity, right. kickity, kickity. Damn it, we have this one too, and I can't find it. Okay. I, find it. I see the captain was well prepared today. Captain is, uh, captain doesn't even know where he is right now. Right now? Well, 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 well. Are we ready, kids and kittens? I'm ready. I'm, I, I'm definitely ready. Bill, are you ready? Bring it on. You know, last week you guys weren't very nice to me. No, we weren't. No. I'm so dreadfully sorry. As well, you should be. That's you piece of, of you piece of crap. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I say that with all all due respect. Yeah, right. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. (laughs) Each each week, John, two-point conversion, Shannon. Bill, I don't know where I am, Fancher. Gerald Computer wears tennis shoes and I. We'll each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of their Radio TFI Gilchrist ceremonial sippy cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two- or three-point conversion. If we have the nerve, ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Let's take a quick look at last week. Last week. Let's see. John picked up two big points last week. He uh, he sucked wind on the Green Bay game. Bill uh, Bill picked up two big points and uh, shot himself in the foot with Tampa Bay. A lot of people shot themselves in the foot with oh, Tampa yeah. Bay last week. Uh, I the best I could do was the uh, New York Football Giants uh, versus the Jacksonville, and uh, I pretty much I, t- I I went against you two with Kansas City and San Francisco and uh, paid the price. Uh, Gerald, on the other hand. He did go with Carolina. He went for two, and it paid off. He picked up two big points there. He went for three uh, with Dallas, and, and that didn't work out. And he you got it. And he also he went against my Dolphins. Even though we beat those those Steelers, those Yinzers. Gerald Gerald took the the, the Pittsburgh Pirates, got some points, and. Uh, just barely, just barely. I think the line was seven and a half, so another point and a half. So let's continue on. Let's start with. Uh, oh wait a minute, no. Let's take a look at the scoreboard before we do anything else. John is leading the pack with seventeen points. I'm uh, trailing behind with twelve. Bill Fancher is right on my buttocks with eleven, and Gerald can can surpass both of us today, and he's sitting there at nine. John, let's start with you. Let's see what you got going on, huh? Okay. All right. So, Cardinals, uh, Cardinals visiting uh, Minnesota. Uh, it's only a three and a half point spread. I the Cardinals are in disarray this year, so I think I I hope I don't jinx the Vikings, but I think this is going to be easy pickings. Uh, Vikings three and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Vikings, giving up three and a half. Uh, 
the uh, fillet of dolphins who are just now <laughs> starting to recover from the shellacking that they took. Uh, what was that? Two weeks ago. <laughs> I think they will have licked their wounds enough. Uh, two oh, is really back. Two is back. Uh, they're three and a half point favorite on the road against uh, the Detroit Lie Downs. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dolphins. And here's one for you. I don't know what the spread was. I think it was like a ten point spread, ten and a half. Point. Something like that. It was about about. Ten, ten and a half. Uh, Bill, you had it as 11. We put it down for you as 10 and a half. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so the uh, the Bills are the favorite, but I'm going to take the dog, the, the Packers, to win, giving up six and a half points for two points on wow. this one. So that's, that's a daring, daring move, young man. Although, uh, you, that's you, for sure. You picked the winner. With the, uh, with the with the Dolphins, the Detroit game. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. Young Mr. Fancher, it's your turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to take I, I the... love it. Bill's acting like you didn't know this was going to happen. No, oh, I didn't. I yeah. got my cheat sheet. Oh, let me get my stuff here. Let me get my stuff. Got to look professional. You know, going back to the taxi talk, it reminds me of people. You get them to their destination, and just then they realize, oh, yeah, I got to dig out money. Yeah, or writing a check at the grocery yeah. store. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, no. Okay. I'm taking the Titans over the Texans, two and a half point spread. And I'm going to take the points and the New York Giants over Seattle. I may very well regret that because Seattle's playing pretty well, but I got some faith in the Giants here. We'll see. And unlike Mr. Shannon, I don't believe there's any way because Green Bay is pretty much turned toes up. I'm taking Buffalo minus 10 and a half, that's in that, a, and it could be worse. That's a bold, bold move. I, 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 don't I dis- wanted to go for two on it, but John talked me out of it. So really? We'll him for that. Well, yeah. Two would have been uh, would would have been uh, twenty uh, twenty one points. points. Twenty one yep. points. So, you know, I don't think that's out of the realm of reality. I, I don't. I don't disagree. All right. So, let's go with my picks. By the way, as I've been saying for about four weeks, there I kept going eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. Well, I finally <laughs> two weeks in a row. I and then I went seven and seven. Well, last week I went eight and six. So, so we're starting to we're starting to turn the wagon around here. Now, after after the after the, uh, I didn't think the the Pirates or, or the Steelers looked that bad last week. I'm taking Pittsburgh, giving up 11 points. How is that possible? That you're getting 11. I'm getting 11 points. I'm getting 11 points. My apologies. Once again, graphics department will. Uh, will feel no that'd be too good for them we won't fire them so i'm taking pittsburgh getting 11 points visiting uh the philadelphia not the phillies who looked like crap last night against the astros by the way san francisco visits the los angeles rams in that 18 billion dollar stadium they have out there and uh the last line was was plus one san francisco so i'm taking the niner niners plus one and then finally, although as always, I don't normally include them in my picks, but this was just too good. 
It's my Miami Dolphins giving up three and a half points visiting the Detroit Lie Downs. I just, this was just too delicious. Too, low uh, fruit. Oh, low hanging fruit is, and it's only three and a half points? I'm, I, I, I'm really surprised at that because Tua looked fantastic last week. Fantastic last week. And now, finally, if I know, let's see what the knucklehead's got to say. <laughs> let's let's see what Gerald is up to. Gerald, what what do you got for us? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Ha ha ha. Just a teeny Halloweeny pun. Let's get this Halloween party startled. Let's go trick or treating. Our first stop is the Emerald City. And I don't mean Oz. The New York football giants are getting three points over Seattle. I like that treat. It scares me that I agree with Count Chocula on this one. Clearly Halloween is driving me a little batty. Moving on to the next victim. We find ourselves in the swamps of Jersey. We're doubling down and going for two with New England over the Jets 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 Jets. I hope giving up 13 and a half points doesn't dig too deep of a grave for me. Our last stop is Indian Crapolis. The Washington whoever's come to town haunted by their past. Our trick or treat bag will be overflowing after going for three. I like the Colts giving up 20 and one half points, and my soul, my pal, the zombie, thinks this is the best thing since sliced head. Enjoy the games boys and ghouls. What shall I have for lunch? Monster mashed potatoes with gravy. Creep it real. Well, Gerald uh, gave us a little wow. Halloween theme there. Farmer had far too much time on their hands, obviously. <laughs> Somebody does. <laughs> Somebody has way too much time on their hands. So, <laughs> so let's recap. Young Mr. Shannon uh, is taking his Vikings, giving up three and a half points as they host the uh, Arizona, formerly St. Louis, formerly Chicago, formerly uh, uh, Bedminster, Ohio Cardinals. <laughs> John John also likes my dolphins. As they visit Detroit, John's given up three and a half points because he knows Tua is the man. Tua is the man. Also, John is going for two with the underdog Green Bay Packers, giving up six and a half points on the road to Buffalo. I think that's a daring move and uh Best of luck to you, pal. That's all I can say. Bill, Bill oh. Fancher likes uh, likes likes the, uh, the, the 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 former Houston team going to the current Houston team. Uh, he's given up two and a half points, taking the Titans over those there Texans. Uh, John likes the New York Football Giants visiting Seattle. He's getting three points. No, me. I said Bill. No, you said John. Whoever, you're the same. I'm same guy. Okay, what the hell. Anyway, somebody's taking the Giants, getting three in Seattle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bill is also taken, has picked the uh, Green Bay Buffalo game, but he's he he's taking Buffalo at home, giving up ten and a half points, and it considered going for two. I, 
you don't have you don't have the scones to do it. I want to see yet. you do that. Not yet. He's not desperate enough yet. Uh, not like Gerald. <laughs> I'm taking Pittsburgh, getting 11 points in Philadelphia, although the graphic says otherwise. We shall fix that. San Francisco visits the L.A. Rams. I'm taking the Niners plus one. And again, my Miami Dolphins. <laughs> visit Detroit. I'm giving up three and a half points. And I really considered going for two. I really considered it. But... It's only week two back for Tua. I don't want to put too much pressure on him. Finally, <laughs> Ger- Gerald Gerald also likes the New York Football Giants visiting Seattle. He's uh, taking three points with that. He's giving up 13.5 points and going for two with the New England Patriots over the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Finally, 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 trying to, trying to uh, get up there uh, into the stratosphere with the rest of us. He likes the Indianapolis Colts. Going for three points he is. He's given up 20 and a half points to uh, to the Washington whoever's. And uh, and that's that for this week. And as we always like to say, if you're going to use real money uh, to bet on the football games, uh, what do we say about using our picks, John? Like I said, look who's on top of this and uh, whose picks to use. Yeah, yeah. Cream rises to the top, baby. I agree with you, Eddie. Cheats. Uh, see, see, it doesn't. I watched too bad as the election deniers. <laughs> the I, erection deniers. I watched Tua last week, and I was shut up. I'm trying to talk here, Jesus. The non-cheaters are trying to talk. Okay, there you go. Good gravy. Hey, you know, I just thought of something because Gerald is pulling these things left and right out of his ass, trying to catch up with it. Shouldn't there be a, a more of a penalty for picking a plus two and plus three and not getting it? Well, the penalty is you might have gotten it with the regular points. Yeah, but shouldn't if you go for two and not get it, shouldn't you lose two? No. Ah, should, I think should, it just gives Gerald incentive to try to jump on these things. Once again, Gerald is a spreadsheet, and it's all random. That is no <laughs> joke. <laughs> but still. That, that's, look, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Right, would, okay. would, some, would somebody in their right mind have gone, uh, I, I, I think the Indianapolis-Washington game, I think Indy's only like a couple of points favorite. Uh-huh. Nobody would go for 20 and a half points unless you were a computer spreadsheet <laughs> randomly. But what this does, it throws a little bit of terror into us because if he hits this week, he picks up six points. That puts him right back in the pack. If John drops if everything... If didn't have big legs, he wouldn't bump his ass. Every if, time if, if, baby, that's what this is all about. This is all about... If John had quit cheating, we'd well, get yeah, caught up. Of course, of course, you know, John. But you know, John's going to do John, and you know, next We're year storm his apartment. <laughs> Where's John? Where's John? I'm right here. <laughs> now, are we ready for something that uh, you guys apparently are no good at? Well, that encompasses a boatload of things. Oh, by the way, John, we have the number 
for how many consecutive victories for? Oh, we do now. We do. Hmm? We do. It I'm is. It is. Sure you lay it on me. It is six, actually. That's all. I thought it was more. Sir, are you ready? Gentlemen, are we I'm, ready? I'm ready. Stop talking and start chalking. Roll it on. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, here we are. Well, here is... Uh... This week's uh, challenger, it is Brownsville Station from Returning champion, uh, Norman Greenbaum from Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. Are you ready for this for your winner? I want to tell you, I'm going to preface this ahead of time. This one was just a wee bit closer than uh, last Oh, come week. on. Give me a break. Let me know when you're ready for your drum roll. <laughs> just a wee oh, bit. <laughs> Here's your winner. Battle of the One-Hit Wonder champion with 51.8% of the vote. Norman Greenbaum, 1970, Spirit and When I die 
your current champion six time oh, winner. I'm not sure what happened to my uh... <laughs> He's become a meme. He's become me. No, Can a you... meme. I understand what m you're saying. But if you look at the picture, but, it's me. Yes, I see that. It's uh, meme. Can you guys Yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. I have to I don't know why my camera <laughs> It's impressive though. John, John just give, give us the numbers. Give us the numbers. All right. Anyways, um, so like I said earlier, uh, Spirit in the Sky won by fifty-one point eight percent of the vote total. Wow. Now, just before you continue, John, as happy as I am, on the Twitter, it was like a seventy-five twenty-five. So, which means on Faceplant, tell me the Faceplant numbers. Uh, Facebook almost um, the other way. Really? Well, yeah. It's uh, sixty-nine. Oh, what was it? Sixty-nine to th uh, excuse me, thirty-one. Wow! Wow! Talk about! Ooh. I told you we have two different audiences on the two different platforms. Obliviously. <laughs> well, so, yeah, well, well. I want to thank I want to thank my Twitter peeps for uh, coming through. Again. And uh, whose pick is this? This Oh, this is Bill's pick. This, this is week. Bill's pick. Who, by yeah, the way, he... just walked the line of controversy again. Yes, sir. On this and one. I did that on purpose. And we had, to, <laughs> we had to do a deep dive. Yes, you did. We did a deep dive to find out. And it's legit. It's legit. Well... But he only had the one hit as a solo act. Exactly. Okay. So let me preface this. For all you peeps that did not like Kiss, who doesn't like Journey? Easy, easy, so, easy, easy. So this pick this week, come on. John. Raise my hand. John, we're. I'm not a fan. Here not a Journey fan. Here comes your drum roll. All right, here's your challenger. 84, it's Steve Perry. Dreamer, 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 and I must have been 
right, once again from 1984, Steve Perry with Oh Sherry. I guess that, uh, that, that nice rhymes. No, oh, nice rhyme. I tried not to say, but I mean, come on now. Where's all my journey peeps out there? And do you realize also that when he released that song and that album, uh, Neil Sean and the rest of Journey tried to sue him that it sounded too much like Journey. Sounds exactly yeah. like Journey. Well, considering he was the front man for him for so many years, how could it not have sounded like Journey? Well, even the no. music sounds like Journey. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he wrote a lot of that other stuff, too. So. Okay, well, and unfortunately, well, Unfortunately, it wasn't too many more years later that he can't sing anymore. He had that, I, I forget exactly what it was with his throat. but he it was a nodule or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but he can't, he certainly could never hit those high notes again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's that was really sad because he had, by far and away, one of the greatest voices ever in uh, not just rock yep. and roll history, just, just, just oh, music in general. flat out. Yeah. And it's going to be sad to watch him go down. Perhaps. We'll see. We'll see. Well, anybody, somebody, the question was posed here, who doesn't like Journey? Oh, well, you don't count anyway. Actually, he does. Yeah, oh, you can count one, two, Oh, by the way, three. Billy, you can vote on Twitter now. Can I really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how to get on the damn thing yet anyway. That's one step at a time. Well, you figured that out. And uh, so, John, you'll have your uh, sacrificial lamb next week. Uh, By the way, and again, again, thanks to all the Twitter peeps out there. Excuse me. I I, Look, this has been absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, I think the count is seven. It's oh no! I was looking at the wrong. Uh, the the first time it won was Labor Day weekend. Well, that was when it appeared as a challenger, when I wasn't here. It was just YouTube. Uh-huh. It was just YouTube, and uh, that was when it showed up to take on the mighty, mighty Vicky Lawrence. <laughs> and that that went on forever. My God! Well, I mean, that's what that's what I got to figure. Vicky Lawrence did so well on that. Come on, Steve Perry, please. I look, look. We've watched people drop here that you just thought just because the you know. Look, I don't expect every song I pick to go on a run like this, but you know, some of them are like. Come on, man! It's it's just a fun song. That you know, if it's jammed for a week or two, seasons well, in the, seasons in the sun ran for how how long? You know, Norman I, Greenbaum didn't that song didn't stay that long in the charts when it was on the charts. I came across you saying that when I was editing the show last week. It it wasn't this popular one. It was. <laughs> Is, does does uh, is Norman even still alive to enjoy his uh, popularity? I don't know, but we'll find out. I would doubt it. Well, you guys chat. I'll I'll find out, and uh, we'll go from oh, there. You're talking what? Fifty two years ago? There's people older than that. You know, he might be in his seventies or eighties. At least, no. Well, well, unless he was nineteen when he released the song. Could have been. 
Uh, speaking of... He is, he uh, is 79 years old, and he lives in Malden, Massachusetts. He will turn 80 on November 20th. Impressive. He has, uh, he has two children, and he was divorced in 1973. Probably have grandchildren of their own. It could be, but it doesn't seem to. Uh, funny, when you, when you come up on this, it says people also search for, and there's Terry Jacks. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Once again, um, we appreciate you, Mr. Greenbaum, and uh, if you have a chance, I'd like you to look at my taxes, too. Exactly. Speaking of... Uh, uh, rock and rollers who uh, have, uh, been around, have been around for a while, but uh, no longer. Uh, we lost the killer. Yeah, we oh, did. Yeah. yeah, we did. Uh, supposedly, TMZ had reported it two days uh, too early. <laughs> but, yeah, but it, it uh, he did pass on here. Wait, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. They reported two days early. Yeah. He wasn't dead yet. Yeah, wasn't quite dead yet. It's a Monty Python skit. Bring out your dead. Because <laughs> I thought I, I had heard it at the end of last week. And then I saw it reported again over the weekend like it was fresh. Oh, well, that would explain it then. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I guess. Uh, retweeted. That was some definite breaking news. Certainly yeah, to Jerry I, Lee Lewis. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> killed him. He was he was uh, he, he was trying to hold on, but he saw the report that he was already dead. He said, "I'm out. I'm out. See ya." Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know that brings up something that uh, I before everything else kind of happened here this week that I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, by uh, for those who weren't aware of it uh jerry lee lewis uh infamously uh when he was 19 married his uh 13 year old niece <laughs> yeah let that sink in for a minute no no i've known that for a very 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 oh, yeah. long time that is common knowledge for folks, uh, so what was his? Is his sister's daughter or his brother's daughter? Or she was thirteen. Was she was thirteen at that point. Who cares? No, I, I understand know that, saying. but I want to know what relative it was that wasn't kicking his ass to the moon. Probably because he was. She wasn't. She was like his seventh wife, or I. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of doubt that, but. Uh, uh. But anyways, uh, the reason I even stumbled across this, I was actually watching uh, a show that I'd never watched before. Uh, Lori sat me down with, uh, sat me down to watch this one, a show called New Amsterdam, uh, based on uh, a hospital in uh, in New York, I believe. And uh, apparently, their their uh, subject was. Uh, child marriage. This, this uh, girl had been traumatized. She couldn't have been any older than 12 or 13 years old herself and was totally traumatized. Uh, it, there was a fire and it started. Anyways, uh, didn't, I didn't want to drag that out. But anyways, 
I didn't know this, that do you realize that child marriage, you can still marry somebody under the age of 18 with either parental or a judge's permission uh, in 44 states. It is still legal in 44 states. This, when we are talking, and I'm sorry about going back, swinging backwards here into the first hour, but uh, when you're thinking about all the things that people are talking about banning, you know, banning abortion, <laughs> banning, uh, you know, now they're going, you know, there's talk about going after uh, gay marriage again if the uh, Republicans wind up taking control. My uh, my friends, if there isn't one thing that shouldn't be looked and looked hard at on a nationwide basis is the fact that somebody can marry somebody under the age of 18. I, and I don't care with whose permission. It just should not be legal. But, but take a look at those, John, and see how many of those are southern states. And but, I'm not just swim, but I mean, I'm just saying, uh, when those laws hit the books years back, it was because you know you lived on the farm, you but, know, but, that but, kind of stuff. But so but they're they're in love. But 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 first off, Bill, forty four states. Uh, most of them are southern states, or you got forty four. They're, 44 south, of, they're uh, south of where I'm. Yeah, south of. I mean, are they south of the Mason-Dixon line? There's 44 states that allow it. Do the math. So there's got to be a pretty good amount that are probably northern. Thank you. I got to believe that these Thank are things that just never nobody's ever bothered to look at it. It's been on the books since 1810, and they've just never taken a look at it and moved it off. You about done? No. Okay. But what about Romeo and Juliet? They were like 13 and 14 years old. They were in love. Of course, that only lasted three days and about six people died, but. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. see? So, you know, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, it's, a, no, you know. Uh, nothing that, wrong with that. that proves you know, maybe it. that's when you had the age expectancy of uh, 15. 24. <laughs> you know. This is also true. You know, but, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, my own, I'm my own grandpa. You're from Arkansas, it could be. It could be, very <laughs> much so. Speaking of Arkansas, uh, getting talking about whipping back to uh, hour one, do what you can to make sure, uh, what's her name, Motormouth uh, Sarah Huckabuck Sanders <laughs> is not elected governor of Arkansas. Uh, we, 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 we threw a couple of quid at, and I don't have his name here. What is it? Chris Jones. Chris Jones for governor. In Arkansas, and again, we have. I'm. I'm. Speaking of legislation and all that, kids and kittens. If you haven't voted, get out there and do it. Election day is not voting day; it's the end of voting. It is highly unlikely you're in a state right now where you can't vote early in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I believe these two goons. No, this goon to my left is waiting till election day because he is uh, Bill in a in a. Rare instance of actually using his brain. Uh, <laughs> it hurt. He has to keep one eye closed so it doesn't leak out. That's what the headphones are for. Uh, 
And of course, I did mine last week. Vote blue, straight down the line, straight down the ticket. There's there's the rare Republican. Just vote. Just get out there because we need to. It's going to be a fight no matter what. Because remember. Oh, that's it. Remember, even if every Democrat wins, they're going to swear. They didn't. That they didn't. This is the plan. They are, they are not hiding that plan. So, all right. Now, let, let me bring this up to you then. With all these, no. these election changes, <laughs> no, all the election changes they're talking about down in Texas. Uh, now, granted, I'm not a minority. So, uh, I walked into the Home Depot where they're doing the early voting and pulled out my driver's license and uh, voted. Okay. Now, I don't know. How how is that so difficult for some people? You even have what's called a Texas state ID. If you don't have a driver's license, you can get that. Well, the problem I don't I don't see where the trouble is. Okay, you're in Texas. Not every see here's here's what it boils down to. The big the big problem is uh, is not the high profile seats, the governors and the senators. They are important, but the real thing here is the secretaries of state who have their hand on the throttle of the elections. Texas clearly wherever you are. Bill, God only knows where you are. That's how they do it. Other states have whittled it down. Georgia, you, you've got to, you know, basically tip the mater D, I think, to find. They want to make it so difficult so that it's only you can vote on election day and only in certain places. You know, where you are in Whitesville, Texas... <coughs> It's easier to vote. Don't go that far. Well, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying. Yeah, but all the all the years that I lived in Texas and still live here, I, I've never had any problems voting. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm a white boy, but I've never had any problem. You had a driver's license, you could vote. Okay, I don't know that Texas is one of the problem states. We know for a fact Georgia is, and and there's states all all over that have these issues. You know, these quote-unquote red states, which every state is purple, if you ask me, because you have... To some degree. Right. Uh, varying shades of purple. But keep in mind, not everybody is living a life of Riley like you are. Oh, please. And can just, you know, uh, have their chauffeur drive them over. I take my life in my own hands when my wife drives me yeah, anywhere. You, you know what I mean, though. You, you right now, you, yeah. ha you have time. You have. Yeah, well, I mean, it, Texas has, it's, it's like two weeks of early voting. Right, but some people, their work hours are such that it's difficult for them to get to, to, to the early voting. Uh, and in some places, they've, they've minimized the hours on weekends. You know, when somebody could go, they don't allow uh, people to, to do it in churches anymore. I don't know about... Oh, yeah. About, they got the church bus and everybody went and voted. Right. Yeah. I don't know about Texas specifically. I don't know, you know, what they're up to or what they're not up to. Well, there was supposed to have been a change in the, the voting laws in Texas, but I, I personally didn't see anything at the polls. And I didn't see any goons with guns standing at the, the voting places. Go to, go to Arizona. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to. Yeah, well, well, that's uh, let's send Kyle Rittenhouse over there. Oh no, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Send him to Ukraine. That's uh, <laughs> that's where he needs to be. But look again, my plea: just just vote. Just you know, we need. Yes. Everybody's done it. Everybody 
usually the midterms people don't care about. This is too important yeah, but right we now. we did it in 2018. Let's turn around and do it again. That's right. And of course, people keep saying that the it's what usually happens is the party opposite who's ever in the White House. That doesn't exactly. have to be. That's not. That's not a self fulfilling prophecy. No, it's not. There are more of us than there are of them. That's a proven fact. If the Senate was actually broken down by population, the Democrats, the Democrats would hold most of the seats. They would have like 65 seats, something like that. You know, why does Wyoming get as many senators as California or Florida or New York? Give them a... Politically, that was the reason for that was actually to prevent certain states from. I understand blocking all the other stuff. So I mean, I understand the intent, but it's it's a little draconian at this point. Yeah, I mean, and of course, the thing, the whole thing with the house, with these districts, I I don't understand why it's not either municipal boundaries or natural boundaries. That's what exactly. should de- determine a district. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're doing it here in Manhattan. They split up. Uh, it's cuckoo go nuts. And, uh, well, I'll say this. I just voted. Vote. I, just vote. Just get out there and vote. Vote blue. If you can't decide who to vote for, vote Ed. I'm going to bring that back up. Vote Ed. Vote Ed. <laughs> hey, hey, Bill, don't laugh. There was going to be a whole thing, but then this got really serious, and I, I didn't want to goof around with it. I had graphics made up and everything. John, remember I was starting this whole vote ed thing about a year and a half ago. It's, uh, yeah, I know. Can't do it now. Do I posted now. on Facebook a few years ago that, you know, when all the Democrats were running, I figured I'd throw my hat in the ring. And Why not? My God, I had a ton of people going, please win, please, please win. Please. It was just a joke, but it's like, holy crap, be careful. Well, look at what's out oh, there. I, I, said, I said several uh, uh uh, several times that I would never run for any type of office, but I'll guarantee you, with the, all the luggage, damn. If he uh, if he wins in Georgia, son of a bitch, I might consider it. Anyways, that's all we have for uh, for this week. We thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hey, we'll do it again here next week. So. Uh, For Ed Van Ness and for Bill Fancher, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. You go, Bill. You go vote now. See ya!